All right, guys, welcome back. It's me, Grand Rapids Whiskey. We got AJ here in the house. Um, yep. <laughs> There's the bike. There's the bike. Um, I haven't, we haven't been drinking on anything at all. So, but either way, here we go. This is going to be episode three, three, four. If you clicked on it, you know better than me what number it is. I want to say three. I almost say it's three too. Because Johnny was on two. Johnny was two. So yeah, this is three. This so is yeah, three. this is three. So our goal here today is we're just going to kind of talk a little bit, shoot the shit, um, talk about some bottles that we've liked, and then um, talk about the concept of an infinity bottle and um, why you should be using an infinity bottle for all your last pours or just anything that you uh, kind of want to just uh, you know experiment with. So yeah. um, you want to talk a little about yourself, introduce yourself, talk about how you got into whiskey, bourbon, whatever, and just kind of go from there. Just yep. uh, My name is AJ Oshesky. Uh, I met Josiah mm-hmm. actually through training because with your personal training background um and then we kind of connected that way it's kind of in passing found out we liked whiskey just like any community and we're like oh shit here we go that's the grand opener um yep kind of how you started with it too i was beginning of 2020 and i was like i actually started off making cocktails i was more of a cocktail guy and then i had was going the whole lineup i had my vodkas i had my bourbons i had my scotch like anything and then all of a sudden i was like oh i'm making all these cocktails going to mojitos and then before i knew it i was just making primarily bourbon based cocktails and then i'm like all right so apparently i'm drawing a favorite i'm more favored towards bourbon right yeah let's start exploring it more Mm. starting doing that and then before i knew it i was just making old fashions every night and then i went to (laughs) all right now let's go on the rocks then we went neat and then before i knew it i was 10 bottles 15 bottles then Sky's the limit. Start adding it up, and then it starts to get real scary. And then I'm like, all right, <laughs> and now I'm a bourbon guy. Yeah, and then man. it was kind of funny. My roommate told me he goes, AJ, you might have a problem. Yeah. He goes, he was actually concerned for alcoholism. And I was like, no, dude. Like, I mean, like you gotta try it. And now he has more bottles than I do. Yeah. And I give him shit. And he's like, yeah, this is your fault. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. But yeah. um, no, because it actually just started off as we used to. I used to be a big nightlife guy. Yeah. And then when quarantine hit. I was like, well, shit, there's nothing to do around the house. I was like, let's bring the bar to myself. Yeah. And so, I mean, we had like three or four of us. And so I was making cocktails. We are doing the bonfires. And I was like, if we're going to can't go out and have drinks, I might as well have good drinks at home. Yeah. And then that's kind of how that started. And now here we are. And then met you. And now I'm about like 40 bottles in my collection. Yeah. And I've ever been polishing through. So there you go. And now it's, a, uh, I'm going to call it a hobby. Yeah, not so an addiction. Not an addiction. If it's a, it's expensive and you're putting quality time to it, it's not an addiction. It becomes a hobby. You can almost apply that to everything. I think you can apply it to literally everything. It's justifiable. Yeah, it's justifiable because it's quality stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going out and buying like bottom shelf bourbon and getting smacked off of that. I mean, you're getting smacked off of top shelf stuff. So like, you're an, you're an addict with expensive taste. Yeah, like we said, in the, like I said on the car earlier <laughs> yeah. today, you're not, we're not getting hammered off a of smearing off and fireball every day. It's right. actually good, justifiable stuff, and you're trying to explore it more. So that, that's hobby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> makes me sleep better at night. Yeah, damn, I got real. I got real, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we got we got a few uh, we got a few bottles here to try. Um, we got Elijah Craig uh, toasted barrel. We've got this uh, mystery infinity bottle, which. I assume you have like the list of everything. That's yep, in I got it, the so. list. I'll read that off when we get Sweet. to it. Sweet. We got Smoke Wagon. We got uh, the Sagamore Spirit Rye. Um, oh wow, that got loud. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think we'll start off with the Toasted Barrel, just because this has been a consistent favorite, super easy drinker, no problems there whatsoever. Um, I mean, 
It's Elijah Craig. It's Toasted Barrel. I mean, what more could you want? I mean, yeah. I mean, if I could find it more, it'd be my daily drinker every day. That'd be preferable. For the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. But that's right now, so it could change next month. But right yeah. now, that's where it's at. So, but. first bottle. Let's take some uh, some smells, some sips. If you haven't tried it, dude, I didn't rinse my cup out. And I can just smell, like, all sorts of shit in it still. Like, I'm smelling a lot of rye. Yeah. Oh, I thought you didn't drink before. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, first drink of the night. We got ourselves some Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Um, it's pretty good right off the bat. I mean, you can tell it's Elijah Craig. It's got Elijah Craig, and I think everything from Heaven Hill kind of has, like, a distinct mm-hmm. flavor profile. At least for me. I mean, it's very oaky, woody, like you're licking in the inside of a, of a barrel. Mm-hmm. Like, almost. But then the toasted barrel, you get a little bit more... Like sugary sweetness notes on it, which is kind of cool. I hear a lot of people say marshmallow. Marshmallow. I think oh, that's sweet. Okay, marshmallow. Yeah, yeah, I can see no, that, that actually. Yeah. But it's like you said, every distillery has their own distinct thing. Like Elijah Craig, what you described. Yeah. Like Wild Turkey, they have that Wild it's Turkey like funk. funk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody talks about the funk, and then everybody has their own profile. So, um, but yeah, no, I hear that marshmallow term get thrown on. It does have that sweetness on the middle of the palate that I really like. Yeah, that's cool. And it's easy. It's definitely if it was more if it was as easy to find a small batch like. In my opinion, they shouldn't even make small batch anymore. They just need to make this. Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, small batch is it's a good base. I mean, for me, if I'm ever like, say I'm out like visiting family or I'm somewhere where I don't have any bottles with me and I'm just going to go to the store and just buy something off the shelf that mm-hmm. I know is rarely available, like just a Electric Craig small batch is definitely a choice. It's, I mean, it's easy, it's cheap, relatively speaking. And, mm-hmm. you know, that and Knob Creek, Knob Creek. Nope. I've got like three or four bottles of it just because like I'll go somewhere and then buy it because I'm like, oh, I got nothing else to drink and then I'll forget about it. And then I'll just go somewhere else again like for like vacation and I'm like, well, I got to buy a bottle. So I might as well buy Knob Creek. Again. Yeah. So, but Knob Creek is great entry too. Mm-hmm. Like, and probably the one that I've heard, 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 heard around <laughs> a lot was uh, 1792. Like the small batch. Small that batch? was actually the first one really outside of 101. So Wild Turkey 101 was my first kind of. Maiden Voyage bourbon that got me down the down the road, and then I saw 1792. That's the second bottle I ever bought of hmm. bourbon, just because I was like, "Oh, this bottle looks cool." I was yeah. like, "Man, that must be expensive." Back when I knew absolutely nothing, <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, shiny gold top looks looks fancy." Tried mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's under fifty dollars. That, yeah. That's not bad. It's not Did that it, bad at all. Did it? Loved it. Smooth. Great. And then then it began, but." Yeah, no, that's and that's one of the two bottles that I always recommend to people. Okay, for like a budget one, like and, and I wouldn't even say it's even a budget. It's probably a little more upper budget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I guess to kind of like piggybacks my next question. You've already talked about seven ninety two, uh, wild turkey and everything. So let's say you got somebody that's coming to you and is like, "Hey, Jay, I want to get into bourbon like you, but I just don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. What three bottles should I buy? Like, just kind of like so say like I'm brand new and I'm like. I want to experience as much as I can as a beginner. And I know there's so many flavor profiles. What three essential bottles should I start with and why? Well, first off, I'm not going to start them off on rice. Okay, yeah. yeah not. I'm not going to hit them right in the face with spice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to determine, obviously, what their wallet's like. Right. Um, if it, Like, how much do you want to get into it? If you have somebody, I mean, if I'm talking to a college kid or if I'm talking to somebody in their mid, late 20s, possible 30s who has a developed career, like, oh, you don't mind spending $40, $50 on a bottle just starting off? Yeah, here you go. Um, so assuming, I'm going to go with the second one. So, like I said, seven ninety two, seventeen ninety two. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm biased to that one. That's and fair. Wild Turkey, 
is my favorite line. So I, mm. I think I honestly I start with I said my first two that I started off to, probably off the bias of me. So Wild Turkey One Hundred One, it's a little cheaper. I mean, you got twenty five bucks or so. Yeah, yeah. And then seventeen ninety two, and then the third one. I mean, I think I'd have to go Woodford. Woodford, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Nothing too harsh. Nothing that's gonna slap them in the face and kind of turn them away right away to it. But it's. I mean, it's not bad proofs. No. It's a good start. That's what a good what start. about you? Um, honestly, okay. So for me, Evan Williams bottled and bond. It's like yeah. the white label. I mean, that's a good starter. It's like literally like eighteen bucks. That, that's kind of that um, range. Yeah, of like the college kids, the college like the kid, real yeah. budget. And then I put benchmark in there. Right. Yeah. I and mean, the thing is, like, I, I know it's like budget, and like you could you could get you know hammered off it as a college kid or just mix it in with uh, mixers, but it still holds up. Like it still holds up. Like a, mm-hmm. a Evan Williams uh, bottled and bond. Um, I'm a fan of it. Like, it's not bad. And then um, if you can get very old Barton yeah, for retail. That's harder to find than I thought. It, is, it really is, surprisingly. Like, oh. there was a stint where about three months I saw it everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And it's got that kind of bottle where you're like, oh, this is nothing. Like, yeah, that's, it's, it's that's garbage bourbon. It's a little plastic little twist top and stuff. So it's like you don't really think twice about it. Yeah, but... Wellers or twist top? That's true, but it's, it's like Weller on it, dude. Don't you know? It's like, but it just happy. boggles my mind how like such an allocated and sought after bottle is a twist top. It doesn't even have a cork on it. Yeah, it feels kind of cheap. But yeah, yeah, so back to your third bottle. Um, third bottle. Oh damn. So Evan Williams bottle and bond benchmark. We said, and then what's your third? Like That's your a good question. Third entry whiskey. Third entry whiskey. Um, I mean. I would have to go with Elijah Craig small batch. I mean, that's what I always tell most mm-hmm. people because it's like you got Evan Williams bottled and bond. Like it's pretty, you know, it's not like super offensive and like flavor profile. It's easy to drink, um, you know. And then what was my second one again? Benchmark. Bench, wait, benchmark. Is that, benchmark. Or did I say benchmark? You said benchmark. Did I even say a second one? I think I interrupted you and said benchmark. <laughs> so, so yeah, we'll say your bottle and bond. We'll, yeah, we'll say your Elijah Craig. Yeah, so Elijah Craig. And what's one more? Did I really not say a second one? No, I think I came in with Benchmark. And I think you came with Benchmark. Back, you piggybacked yeah. off that. I kind of piggybacked off that. I mean, you can say No, that. no, 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 no. I said Very Old Barton. Very Old Barton. That's yep, what it was. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Just kind of got a little bit of the cobwebs in the brain there for a second. Mm-hmm. But no, we're good. We're good. We're on track. So yeah, that'll be my theory. Um, Very Old Barton, obviously, if you can find it. Like, I got lucky enough to, uh, you know, like, Semi's Barrel House. Mm-hmm. Like, they get a case in every so often. So I'll just go and buy up a bunch when they get mm-hmm. it, and then that's about it. Yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, that's the uh, first part here. We got Elijah Craig. Um, Toast the barrel. barrel. Easily my favorite right now. Like, There's a lot of cars driving by right now. I know. We were going to leave that door open. I'm like, all the it. way. Seriously. Um, I guess it wasn't a problem last time I did it because it was, like, 930 at night. So, there wasn't, like, everyone and their freaking neighbor driving by. What yeah, time is it? It's five, like, five to eight. Yeah. So, it's, like, uh, it's close enough. Mm-hmm. All right. What are we doing next? So, we got... Uh, I'm thinking... Do you want to go right into the Infinity, or do you want to go somewhere else? I think we save the Infinity for last, because we can talk the most about it. And That's then true. also it's going to be like uh, our primary topic, which is Infinity Bottles and why you should do them and kind of how to get started. Okay. Um, let's do the how, set. How, how strong is your palate? Is it going to be blown out by the fourth pour? No, it should be good. Okay. Dude, I'm pretty solid, dude. Like, by the fourth pour, dude, this is already like, dude, <laughs> this is definitely more than the fourth pour already. I think I'm already on like the eighth or ninth pour. For not drinking at all. Yeah, right? For not drinking at all, which is crazy. So so this is the one I haven't had yet. So this is a Sagmore Spirit Rye. Like, it actually got sent to me as a gift. I was in this um, whiskey hometown bottle exchange group on Instagram. Really great guys that did it. I think the guy that does it, his uh, page is 
Anchor and Grain. If you're on Instagram, follow Anchor and Grain out. He does like it pretty uh, semi-regularly. It's kind of cool. I got this as a bottle. Um, I sent out a bottle of two James. Um, they're uh, one of their bourbons as a as the thing that I sent out. But it's pretty solid, honestly. It's sourced. Uh, it's MGP juice, but it's very good. And I've actually had the pleasure of actually like talking to some of the guys over at Sagamore. Um, Brett Bauer. There you go. I got your name right this time. Like the last episode, I was... I wasn't completely in my right mind by the end of it, and I could not remember your name, but uh, I've been talking to you, really uh, happy for everyth- all the stuff you do over there, and it, it's good stuff. It really, really is good stuff. Like, you are both talking about how you recently got into more of a rye kick, and how also you wouldn't normally recommend rye to beginners, but... Yeah, I would recommend But this, this is good. <laughs> First time I've had it, it's pretty good. And I like how my name's on the bottle. Yeah, AJ. AJ. <laughs> nope. No, it's pretty good. So, coming back, so, earlier... We uh, tried a little bit of the Whistle Pig Boss Hog. You know, and it, after, like, already trying a bunch of other stuff, it was kind of, like, I can see where you're coming from. It was a little disappointing because, you know, mm-hmm. we started off strong with Elijah Craig and some other, like, uh, you know, higher-proof stuff. So by the time you got to the Boss Hog, it just wasn't as in-your-face. But, like, Sagamore, like, it holds its own. I think it really does against mm-hmm. it. Like, it's still got some of those, like, vanilla notes. It's very rich all through the middle. Oh, for sure. Like, it stands on its own, and I've been making... All my old fashions with this stuff now. That'd be a killer old fashioned. It's amazing. <laughs> to be honest, I could see it really well with the Manhattan. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. I uh, I mean, they're pretty close. I was making black Manhattans for a while with it. So like Nochino, um, rye, mm, what else do you put? The vermouth. The sweet vermouth, yeah. And then like uh, chocolate walnut bitters. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never messed with those bitters. Yeah. I don't either, but just for this cocktail, it's worth okay. it. Yeah, and I'm, that makes an excellent black Manhattan. So it does. I, dude, I love the nose on this. Thing. It's so good. I'm not sponsored by you guys yet. I mean, yeah, yet. Fingers but, crossed, I mean, yet, dude. Fingers crossed. Like I love this stuff. I would promote the hell out of it. Like it's it's and it's it's readily available. And they've got a few other uh, barrel finishes too, which I haven't dabbled with. I might actually pick one up tomorrow. Dude, I'm game. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna go get a bottle. You said it's readily, right? Readily available. Readily available. Yeah, at least. At least at Simmy's it is. Simmy's okay. Barrel House. It's always there, like, whenever I'm there. Well, I know where that's at, so, so let's go hit that up. Because, yeah, no, this is like you said. First time I've had it. Yeah. God, the nose is good. So. So, um. I'm getting Do you, um. Where's your package at? My package? The one that's uh, ordered to do some modifications on that one bottle. Oh, my bong for my Willet bottle? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have to look it up on my phone. But okay. I ordered it. Saturday, what's today, Wednesday? Dude, it might be here today. Dude, if it's here today, we're going to have to come back and do a special episode on how yeah. to turn your Willet pot still... Into a bong. Into a bong. So you're actually taking a bottle, which is actually normally complete garbage, mm-hmm. and making something worthwhile out of it. It does. It's going to so, last for a long time. It's going to last for a long time. I mean, if you look at a Willet pot still bottle... <laughs> it, it screams bong. <laughs> it screams bong. I mean... <laughs> It's uh, I, and of course I had to get the half gal, the one point seven five liter. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's just the big hog. It's just huge, yeah. And um, not my favorite bourbon. It's it's it just doesn't stand out. It really doesn't. Like the no. bottle's cool, and the bottle's a selling point. Like yeah. I, I'm not so fast to jump on the like you'll see on forums and Facebook pages, and everybody's just like, oh f that f will it pot still? Da, da, yeah, da. no. I'm or you'll see like a big layout there. of like bottles at the liquor store and you got like the newer people that'll be like which i'll get to that in a second <laughs> they're like what what bottles are good what's like that and then everyone will be like oh everything but the cool looking bottle like the will of potso and everybody just hates on it yeah 
Um, it's a little extreme. Yeah. It is a little extreme. I mean, I saw it. I got it for under 80 bucks for, oh, excuse me, for the big one. So I was like, never had it. And I saw the pricing. So I was like, I'm going to try it. Tried it. Very lackluster. Very yeah. extremely nutty. Um, very rounded on the palate. And I was just, it just didn't do anything special to me. Like I said, I'm not going to hate it, but. It's just not. There's nothing to remember. Like if you were to pick one thing about it, it, it's just like. Like literally, like a shark. You're like, mm. yeah. So it just makes you not want to drink it, especially if you got all this other stuff that you could potentially be drinking. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like to go off what you all saying with the Facebook thing. Mm-hmm. It's, and I mean, you and I are both in a couple pages together. Yeah. And there's nothing worse, like <laughs> being a new bourbon person, and then just getting absolutely shit on by all these other people. Yeah, all the like, uh, they're like gatekeeper boomers mm-hmm. in a way, where they're like, this is our thing. And yeah. this is how it's done. And if you put ice in your bourbon, then you're pretty much like the worst possible you're, human being. like a college kid. Yeah, exactly. It's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, dude. That's why I like flexing on them. Or <laughs> like there was a, like I was chugging Boss Hog out of the bottle just to like piss people off. Mm-hmm. Or like drinking uh, um, Blanton's. It, t- it took me a while to remember the name. Blanton's, like, you know, yeah. Like, what's, 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 what's that one that, yeah, Blanton's, yeah, yeah, Blanton's. Uh, like mixing that with Diet Coke just to like piss people off. Mm-hmm. I actually had a guy like uh, message me. He's like, Mix Pappy with Coke. Yeah. Do it. Like, do it. now we're talking. And I was like, all right, I might have to do that next time. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, they gotta, like, not just bourbon, but in anything. Imagine being new into something. Just anything in general. And then you walk yeah. in and you're day one and then you just have 15 people just shit on you. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be interested in doing it. He just kills it for everybody. Mm-hmm. As yeah. a whole, I feel like the, like, the most inviting thing about the bourbon community is that everybody is, at, I would say the majority, is very inviting. Yeah, very inviting, yeah. very supportive. I agree with that. And the majority of the community is good. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one asshole to ruin it for everybody. Yeah. And then guess what? That one person that had a bad experience goes around. I mean, I hate to make this correlation, but it's like cops. Yeah. It yeah. takes one bad cop to ruin it for them all. Exactly. Yeah. Again, we're, we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah, we're just going to leave it at that because yeah. we don't want to get political at all. Well, we're not getting into that shit. But, but that's all, the closest but, yeah. way I can relate it to. Is exactly. Because, so you get somebody new and somebody's like, oh, like... So Elijah Craig toasted barrel and you post the picture and you're all like excited, you're excited about you're it. You're excited yeah. about it. Like yeah. everybody remembers their first big score. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to call it in the wild. In the like, wild. Yeah. Mine was Elijah. It was um, stag junior. I yeah. found it. Yeah. I, I sent you the yeah, picture. Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking amped. Yeah. Cause it was just completely random. And it was by that. And, and if I would have posted that and I like in that page, I mean, apparently that's a bottle up the standard for oh, these for guys. Them, mm-hmm. yeah. okay, cool. But it, and it's like, you find a guy and it's like, Oh, I've got a, Woodford Double Oaked or something that looks cool and something like that. And people are like, oh, let me just post a bottle and ask what people think without buying it and trying it. It's like, all right, now you're just going to discourage. Yeah, seriously. So it's like I I feel like these forums and pages are starting off on a good note and Mm -hmm. with the best – like meaning going in, but you got all these trolls and stuff that are turning it into like a very hated community. I mean, as a whole, majority of them do pretty good and give good positive feedback, but – I don't know. It's just something I've noticed lately, and it's been turning me off. Like, I turned my notifications off on the majority of those pages lately. Yeah. Because it also turned away from um, people posting their honey holes. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about that before. Yeah, it's like you you keep that to yourself. You don't, like, go out and post where you're going. and Like, you're rooting for other people. Like, let's say I've got a spot, and I'm like, I know I go here consistently. Like, I know the owner. I know the guys that run the spot, and, you know, they hook it up for me because I, you know, give them good business and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, someone else posts 
my honey hole. Like they, they happen to stumble upon it. And they're like, oh my God, check the spot out. Like, look how cool their shit is. And then all of a sudden it gets flooded with everybody. The bourbon's gone. And it's, it's all gone. You can't go back there anymore. And like, it, it's like, I get it. You know, you're making it rarely available to everybody. But it's like, they're, it's kind of like a fine line. Like, it's a, it's a walk. It's like a, it's a fine line between like gatekeeping the community and then also not just like, Ruining your like what you've got special for shooting, everybody else. Shooting yourself you know what I'm in the saying? Foot. Like it's it's kind of weird because the same things that I hate about the guys that are like you know hating on all the noobs, being mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I got so excited about this. And the same way, it's also annoying to have someone come in that's like somewhat into it and then ruin it for all the guys that have been in it for a while mm-hmm. by being like, you know, just like blowing the cover on a honey hole kind of a thing. So exactly. it's kind of like it's a weird it's a weird it's a weird line to like kind of like balance on. So like that one I showed you. Um, it had nothing but they had Eagle Rare like available all the time. Yeah, all the time. And then, oh yeah, 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 you know what I'm talking about now. Yeah, yeah. And um, you can't find that anymore. There, no, you can't find it anymore. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. And all it was is because it got posted one time. It got posted on that one Facebook page, the one that you and I are part of. I saw it got posted on there, and guess what? They went from eight to twelve bottles of Eagle Rare all the time, wiped clean. Just, just done. Just gone. Yeah. That's the same place I got that Stag Junior. Yeah, and it's so crazy. yeah, and I guarantee you, um, like those guys that are buying it, they're like they're just they're just holding on to that stuff. Like they're not like they're probably not drinking it. You uh-huh. know, they're just going in and clearing it out whenever they see it, and they just don't drink it. So they're just like ruining it for everybody else. Well, I got like, really triggered because the one guy he posted and he's he posted that spot yeah. and he had three bottles. Just bought three bottles just, of rare. Just, just three. Just goes. Yeah. Oh, just boom, boom, boom. And then he sh- then it was just like, all right, cool, dude. But then that kind of like goes off to my other topic that we could probably talk about is like building rapport, yeah, with like liquor stores and developing relationships, and that just goes into a lot of the hunting, um, is getting that relationship with good guys and friends. So you say if I was a liquor store owner and you were coming in three, four, shit, almost every day a week of the business we got on your way home from work, if I get something cool, I'm gonna be like, damn, Josiah. That's something special for you, man. Yeah. Like you're, like it, it's, it's, it's like a friend thing. Yeah. You, somebody just like walks in and then you're just friends right away. Like you have to just develop that stuff. And, yeah, exactly. And so like I, I get it. I get it when people hold bottles um, for regulars. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's almost not – the term regular can be synonymously with like a friendship. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you know these people by a first name. Exactly. You're not going to get it to some horsey chaser that walks in. And see, there's me hating with that term. Um, but, just, <laughs> yeah. but, like, I mean, that's kind of like you get some of those guys that are just like, got any blends? Nope. Okay, I'm out. It's like, so am I just going to give a bottle of that to somebody? And then when, yeah, I, no. when, when I'd be like, hey, man, you want a bottle? I got one for yeah, you. Shit, if, if I was a liquor store owner, like, I would hold on to that stuff. I wouldn't just mm-hmm. flaunt it out in the open, you know? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just comes off of bourbon becoming so popular you're going to get those people you're going to get people that either want to flip either hoard either do all that stuff and not really enjoy the juice in the bottle and that's going to be a hard thing for liquor store owners to really readily put that up on the shelves anymore yeah. if, if not mark it up ridiculously on secondary I appreciate <clears throat> <But> yeah anyways <laughs> <laughs> so anyways that brings us to our third pour we got ourselves here yeah. we got smoke wagon Uncut, unfiltered. Uh, what patch is it? We got batch 41. This is amazing to me. I really like it a lot. I forget what I paid for this. What's the retail for these? Like 80, 90? 80, 90. Something like that. Like, it had to get muled in, though. Like, you can't find this shit here. Like, no. Nearby. Where'd you get a muled in from? Um, California, actually. I, my buddy's got a small batch for me in Texas. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. That's where I, I got a lot of my mule stuff coming from. That and I got my best friend out in Portland. But 
No, I've only had the small batch. I haven't had the uh, uncut, unfiltered before. Okay. What is uncut and unfiltered for people that are So, uncut, I think we all know what that means. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was bad. Um, Uncut, I think, honestly, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure, but I want to say that it's not, um, like, because it's, it's like, what, 57%? Yeah, so it's yep. like it's decently higher proof. Like I'm not exactly sure what it means. If I had to take an educated guess, I would say they don't cut it with anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got your cocaine or whatever you got. Cocaine, you know, cocaine, and you're gonna like cut it with something. You know, like like a powdered sugar, creatine, or something. I don't know. Like I guess the same thing would be like this. Like you're you're not cutting with water. I don't know. What's my guess? Unfiltered. I don't know. Does that literally mean they just pour it directly from the barrel into the bottle and then call it good? I don't know. We're going to do some research here and figure it out. I don't know. I was asking you with confidence. So I didn't sound like a dumbass. I was like, yeah, you know what? Tell me what this means. And I'm going to act like I know. I literally don't know what it is. I, I wasn't going to try to pretend. I wasn't going to like BS it for you All guys. Right. But um, All right, let's, let's find out. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, it's MGP juice, but like we kind of like have discovered... I mean, Sagamore is MGP as well, and mm-hmm. MGP's got some good stuff. Like, if you, you know, know what, what M- MGP, what that means? I actually don't. You don't. Know I don't means. know what MGP means. Like, I I knew it one time when I looked it up, but I'm not. I just don't walk around and go on. So, uncut whiskey is also called bar- is another term for barrel strength. Okay, so I was kind of or right. barrel proof. Yeah, which means that the bourbon is not diluted with water. Good job. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll drink cocaine. to that. Hey. To a lower proof before bottling, and unfiltered is typically chilled filtered when pulled from the barrel. Okay. So we were pretty much right on. Just pull it out of the barrel, throw it in a bottle, call it good. Yep. Probably got pieces of barrel in there still. Cause they're not I freaking hope so. I had a little... Mm. Mm. No. no. But anyways, I mean, it's a pretty solid bourbon. I mean, it's yeah. for barrel strength, technically. I mean, it's, uh, it's not bad at all. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, too, is like I feel like there's... The more I dig into bourbon, there's a lot of different terms for the same thing. Like yeah. barrel proof, and then like... Barrel strength, apparently yeah. uncut, <laughs> uncut. You got cask strength, cask which strength. I think is essentially the same thing. Um, yeah, it's all these all these words, all this terminology to kind of like dance around, but mm-hmm. um, it's good. It's MGP, no, it's a, but it's a it's a solid bourbon. I think it's good. What do you pick out of it? I'm getting crazy, like vanilla, leather. Oh yeah, leather for sure. Mm-hmm. Big leather on the middle palate, and then uh, kind of get a, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of oaky burn. Not not like overpowering oak, but the uh, vanilla overpowers the nose for me. Yeah, personally, but those are the big main three. I mean, a lot of people are probably like, "Oh yeah, smoke wagon nailed, yeah. the, nailed the main three. Well, so. That's pretty good. But as far as that, if I can name <laughs> two or three good notes on something, I'm good. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, it tastes. Like, it smells like a." Warm grandma's croissant on a windowsill <laughs> with buttery flaky crust while it's my like, girlfriend's over making an apple pie in the corner. Like these, some of these like, dudes, it's man. Like, where are you getting this from? Like I don't, I, I want, I want your palate. I really do. If, yeah. if that's actually genuine, but like, I'm hating because I don't have it. Exactly. That's exactly just, what it is. It's like wow. I'm just like vanilla, caramel, yeah. Choc- Choc- chocolate covered Choc- apricot in a in a warm that, in a warm oven. And that's, that's pretty much it. Oh. I know, like I said, hating because I don't have it. That's the yeah. biggest thing. I get my two to three notes out of it, and you know what? They might be wrong, but that's what I taste. And and you taste them, and it tastes good, and you just keep drinking it. That's really all there is to it. Um, anyway, so we I'm trying to do like a question for every bottle, yep. and that's what I've been doing. So third question on this bottle. Um, so we kind of know already, some of you guys already know what I do for a day job. You know, mm-hmm. I do insurance and sales and stuff, and that's super boring and 
stupid, but it's it can, it can be fun. It's got it's got its high moments, you know, sales and talking to people and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, what do you do for your day job? And talk a little bit of some of the craziest shit that you've seen. Oh God, we're gonna go into that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I work in a had ass. Yeah, <laughs> I work in a hospital. I work cool. with the EEGs, which stands for electroencephalogram. Um, I deal okay. with seizures, strokes, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Basically, I put wires on people's heads. Okay. And yeah. I monitor brainwaves. Nice. Um, so, after seeing a lot of messed up stuff through the day, I need to go home and have a nice pour of bourbon yeah. through the day. So, you get but, through it. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound, I mean, just like any other job, you have the highs and the lows. Um, I bounce back and forth between inpatient and outpatient. For people okay. who don't know what that is, inpatient is in the hospital, in the thick of it, whether you're mm-hmm. in the ICUs and stuff like that. Outpatient. Just a quick day appointment. So if you were to come in for a doctor's visit and you're out in an hour later, like gotcha. like that. So right now I'm currently outpatient, um, way more consistent. I don't see as much like fucked up shit, mm-hmm. um, but the effed up stuff is way more interesting. So <laughs> um, of course. So I kind of go back and forth with what I like. I like the consistency of outpatient. Having a consistent schedule makes stuff so much easier to plan with friends. Um, and but the inpatient that's where all the fun stuff is um, well, yeah. being in the ICUs you see the good um, but you also see unfortunately the very bad of uh, <laughs> people passing away and all that great and not great stuff shit that was really <laughs> a bad word slip we're just um, gonna go with saying that was like you being like sarcastic because obviously it's I'm all like be awful sarc- yeah like true. you know what I'm saying like yeah. all the great stuff yeah the you know great I mean? stuff yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah no um, I mean if you can think of it I've probably seen it to be completely honest with you when it comes to ICU stuff um we have to put so when it comes to brain waves, we have to figure out if a patient's in status, which means that they're constantly seizing in their brain. Damn. We have to see if they're having seizures and locate where those seizures are originating from. Um, I personally don't do this because I'm not this far I'm um, far up in my career yet, but they do the brain dead studies, so we figure out um, we're the first step in determining if someone's brain dead or not. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, so like when DMX got. That whole yeah, brain that, dead thing. To that, they that had to go with EEG. So, rough, yeah. so some some poor bastard with my job had to go in there and do that. And um, oh, but yeah, no. So we set that up, and then obviously a physician and a neurology neurologist deem that. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I love my I love my job. You never know what's gonna walk through the door. Um, I'm my feet all day, and then so I'll do that. Go to the gym. Then I'll start doing the bourbon hunting, and then I'll go home. But yeah, yeah. repeat. Yeah. Yep. It's not bad. Yep. So that's a little background on me right now. Cool, and, dude. And kind of a flip flop from personal training. We both did personal training, and then you went to uh, sales, and I went to the hospital. Yeah. I guess hospitals are more like natural way from personal trainings. It's like you're already kind of like with somewhat health and stuff, and you just go right into yeah more health kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, My like, whole thing was just helping people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And that's kind of like. Even though I'm in insurance, I feel like I'm helping people because a lot of people just don't know what the hell they're doing, and like they'll get in a crash and be like, "Dude, I swear to God, I'm covered," and they're not because they're, not. they're just they, not that they're stupid. It's just they have an agent that's stupid and just doesn't educate them what they have. But anyways, you know, there's that. So well, yeah, there's yeah, that. That's cool. Yeah. You know, day to day boring life, but day to boring. Here we go. I got a question for you. Sure. So that going around the old whiskey tube, you know the Reddit trend, right? I want to hear yours about the five bourbons you need in your life. Oh yeah, so you got to remind me on the uh, the so, categories. So you got you, the first one's your daily drinker, daily drinker, okay, and then you have your cheap mixer, cheap mixer, okay, and then you have your impress your guests, okay, your Friday night pour is your number four. 
So like the end of the, wrapping up the end of the work week, you had a long rough week. What's your kind of your low key treat yourself? Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah. And then your five is your special occasion model, like job promotion, graduation, shit, you got married or engaged, something like that. So those are the five. It's been going around for probably. I mean, we've been pushing. Trend, yeah. nine, we're doing about nine months now. So yeah, it's the late trend. So, so what's your daily drinker right now? Because it's so, always constantly changing. Yeah. So daily drinker right now is actually. 1792 full proof full proof yeah okay. uh, that's the daily drinker like it's kind of heavy for a daily drinker but i get home but it's like so that's one of the clauses that is like readily available too like yeah. your daily drinker and full proof is yeah you can find yeah. that pretty most places as long too. as you you know you go at the right time i mean you'll find a barrel pick or even just like standard full proof pretty much readily available almost everywhere at least here mm-hmm. so that's my daily drinker i drink it on the rocks just because i'll get home i'll throw a couple like ice cubes in just fill that up as much as I can and just slowly drink it because like since it's uh, foolproof like it'll water down a little bit and it's still good smooth and yeah. easy sipper don't think about it much yeah pretty much okay number two cheap mixer or do you want me to go or yeah yeah, yeah. Wait, should right. we just yeah, go back yeah. and forth let's do that let's do that it's a lot better that way okay so um, if I had to go with my daily drinker right now I'm um, me and my buddies were on that Woodford Double Oaked mm-hmm. I mean it's a little thicker I kind of get like a syrupy vibe on it Okay. Like a yeah, really yeah. kind of like molasses syrup vibe. I don't know why, but it's good as shit. It's been a long time since I've had that. It, it really yeah. has been. I it's um, and that's everywhere right now. I've been oh, yeah. seeing store it's, picks everywhere for it too. I haven't yet to get a store pick. That's I got about like probably three pours. I'm about to bottle kill it, and then I'm gonna go grab a store pick just to see what it is. But then after that, I'll probably move on. But before that one, it was rare breed. Yeah, I was yeah. hammering some rare breed. Rare but um. Good. But yeah, no, right now, Double Oak, I mean, it's readily available. And that mm-hmm. is like the ultimate for me right now. Um, pour it in the glass. Don't think about it. Enjoy it. And on to the next one. It's pretty affordable, too, isn't it? It's like a oh, 40 45 45 yeah, that's about right. Yeah. 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 I think Costco has a giant bottle of it. I think I saw it the other day. I was like, Ooh. I've never seen a big Double Oaks, but that's cool. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about your cheap mixer? Uh, like, cheap like mixer. Old Fashions. Well, so it's not a cheap mixer. So Sagamore Spirit's what I've been making lately for my old fashions. But if I were to like uh, just choose something that I consistently use mm-hmm. as a as a mixer, as a cheap mixer, honestly, Benchmark. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap. It mixes. Mm-hmm. It's a mixer. It's that's, that's it. A that's, that's really it. That's really it. Like it's yeah. got enough flavor to kind of shine in a cocktail, and um, it's okay on its own. And it's like eight bucks, nine bucks. Yeah. So. Cheap, great mixer. Yeah, I was when I first started mixing. I was using Bullet. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about Bullet. I used yeah. to use it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I used to use it a lot. And then, um, and then recently, I was going to say recently, I'd probably say six months ago, I really switched the. Was it six months when I told you Rittenhouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I told you yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rittenhouse. Yeah. Rittenhouse cuts through pretty well. It's I mean, good. it is a rye. I like, I love my ryes. Um, so I think that's why I've been going with Rit lately because I mean Rittenhouse, you got mid twenties, mid to upper twenties at the high end. Yeah, and it's it's everywhere. Like and it's every, admire, so. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no bullet. If you're not into rise, if you want a good rye that really cuts through all that stuff, I, I've been rolling with Rittenhouse. Yeah, those are the ones. What about your special occasion? I mean, impress your guests. Impress your guests. Um, so let's say. The people over and they don't necessarily know a ton about it. I was like, there's a clause. You have the people that don't know anything about bourbon. Yeah. And then you have your bourbon friends. So let's go. We'll put a little double on this. Because I don't have a ton of stuff that would impress bourbon friends. Like I have Elijah Craig 18. 
which is pretty good, and I would mm-hmm. impress pretty much anybody. Um, if I had people coming over and they weren't really sure, and they just wanted to try something different, and they were just impressed by the bottle, which is what a lot of people are impressed by, just like, that's a cool bottle. Oh, yeah. I mean, I break out smoke wagon just because it's dark. Yeah. It's cool looking. It's got the wax seal on the front. Mm-hmm. And even people that are, like, into whiskey and bourbon, a lot of people don't actually know about smoke wagon. I know. I kinda, like, it, it's not as common as I thought it was. Like, I've asked a lot of people. Like, I went to Buffalo Trace. Not Trace, Traders. <laughs> and I was like... Traders, yeah. Traders. I was like, hey, you guys ever try Smoke Wagon? Like, and none of the guys there had, like, heard of it. So I brought the bottle in and let everyone try it. They didn't hear about it at Traders? Yeah, they hadn't heard about it. So no shit. it was, like, okay. totally new to them. And, like, they're they're very, like, well-versed in that sort of stuff. So, like, brought it in and had to let them try it. And I was like, you guys you guys got to try to get some bottles in. Like, uh, hook it up, so... They're going to try it? I'm assuming they're going to throw it out in order. Because, yeah, you know, like, you know, if you're, like, a bar or, like, a, you know, a place like that, you can actually have a shot at getting that stuff in so oh 100 because so. sometimes you go to liquor stores and they're like oh we got to order but it's for we're saving it for stores or something like yeah that. exactly so i mean like but it's good like and they were they were all real impressed but like it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like it's not as well known as you would think it would be so it does impress even like your average to you know somewhat experienced bourbon drinker so that's, that's what it is for me yeah but that's for your for impress guests yeah impress sure. your guests yeah is that for the people that don't know what bourbon is or what about the people that do you know what? i'm just gonna go with both you're gonna go with both it's like it's the middle ground for both like yeah. it's for people that don't know about it they're, they're still gonna be impressed especially in michigan because you can't really get this okay yeah that's so, true that's you true. know what i mean yeah. and if you don't know about it you're like that's a cool bottle mm-hmm. that's cool you know so yeah yeah what about you um for people that know nothing about bourbon I'm, i gotta fall at the whole plans then Mainly, like, <laughs> forgot about Blands. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about Blands again, and, and that's and just down to because everybody can agree that Buffalo Trace absolutely just slaughters the marketing. Like, there's a reason why it's everything's allocated. Yeah, their marketing is just top notch, and especially with the with the Blands line. Oh, excuse me. And so nobody that knows about bourbon. Like at all, they see blends. They're like, "Oh, a little horse," or "Oh, that's cool," or like this, and like as yeah, cool little gr- cool, like yeah. the grenade shape. Yeah, it just looks premium, and so I feel like that's going to be something that people can go to. But if I was going to, if I had like someone like you or my good buddies over that we all drink bourbon all the time, um, I mean, I think I probably gonna go with my infinity bottle right now and i'm very (laughs) yeah mainly because because i got the the, a bunch of the different bottles i have in there and then um before the infinity bottle no actually we won't get into that i'm just gonna have to go it's it's your current list right now so i'm gonna have to go with that and we'll touch into that next after we finish this list but uh, mainly because of the complexity of it and all the stuff that are in there well that one burned in that yeah but um okay what about your friday night pour (coughs) Long, so it's long cinco, week. Oh man, it's Cinco de Mayo. So those tacos are kind of burning on the way up at the same time. The whiskey's going down. Yeah, not a fan. <clears throat> oh yeah, those those tacos slap though. <clears throat> yeah, they do. Um, Friday night pour. Man, I think about that. Friday night pour. I would probably go. Seventeen ninety two sweet wheat. So for me, the reason why I say that is okay. I, I like seventeen ninety two and I do like weeded bourbons, but or just weeders in general. But I can't keep them as a daily drinker or a consistent drinker. It's like kind of like me by myself. The week's winding down, and I'm just like I want something to take the edge off, something a little yep. special. Seventeen ninety two sweet wheat does it for me. It's my favorite wheat mm-hmm. whiskey or weeded bourbon out there. 
Um, it's just so smooth. Every time I've done it in a blind against other weeded whiskeys, even against Weller, um, mm-hmm. maybe not 107. 107 usually wins. But um, it wins against almost anything else out there as far as a weed bourbon goes. And yeah. for me, I try to keep those as like a special thing because if I drink too much of a like wheat stuff, it just kind of ruins my palate. It's, it's just... It's more sweet than your standard whiskey. Yeah, where'd you get your bottle at? I actually got it at Simmy's. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, see, I haven't had the sweet wheat. I've never seen it, though, so. I got it inside. So I know you do. I saw it. So we'll have to, like, grab a pour after this. I'll grab a pour after it, for sure. Sure. I'm very, sure. Con- I'm very curious what it's going to taste yeah, like. it's pretty good. So, um, What about you? For me, um, probably... I think I got to go with... Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't have any of that right now. If I yeah. did, he'd be up there. No, I got two bottles. Nice. Um, right, oh, one and a half bottles. Um, yeah, I mean, and you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna sw- go back and forth with Henry McKenna on those ones. It's like Ooh, my Friday pour. I forgot about Henry McKenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, it's not something that I tap into all the time because you know not every time you're just grabbing a, a drink on Friday. Yeah. And, um, but it's, if I've had a rough week, kind of like we were saying, and it's like, you know what? I just want to pour a hearty, hearty glass and kick back and just not think about anything. I want to treat myself a little bit. I'm going to have a latch crack barrel proof. And when we blinded that, that, at, uh, two James, that finished better from over stag batch 15. Yeah, that's saying a lot. That says a lot. <laughs> so you know, like everybody, like people that have like been in whiskey, people that are not so into whiskey, and then people are just brand spanking new to whiskey. Like they're still choosing Elijah Craig mm-hmm. Barrel Proof over Stag Junior, and it's a lot easier to find, relatively speaking. Like, and that's the main reason I know? put it over Stag yeah. because it is easier to find. Yeah, it's true. Um, like I'm not even putting it to like A121 or the B batches or anything like that. Just it's just in general. Just yeah. in general, the Barrel yeah. Proof is just some good juice that I like a lot. That's All great. right, last one, and we'll move on. What about your special occasion? What's, what's that bottle you're only cracking into three Honestly, to four times a year? That's that. that's the weird thing for me. I don't have anything that I would do that with. No. And I, I, I don't think I ever would. I mean, even if I got something that was like top notch, um, my whole philosophy has just been like drink it, enjoy it, and share it. You know, yeah. that's how I do it. I don't like ever have a bottle that I like keep from other people. Yeah. Like anyone that comes in my house. If you are just like, hey, I kind of like whiskey or I'm interested in whiskey, every single body, eh, bottle every single bottle is up for grabs, whether it's open or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's there. You want to try it? It's there. Like, you know, it. I, I don't think I could ever have a bottle that was only for a special occasion. If I could have any bottle I wanted mm-hmm. and choose it for special occasions, it would have to be William LaRue Weller, so from the BTEC line, it yep. would be the 2018 release Ooh. if I had to choose. That one is, that is the best whiskey I've ever had. I drank it and um, I'm not proud of it, but some tears kind of welled up. Did they? Huh? Kind of got emotional about. It. I was like, "Oh my god! Like, how does it get better than this?" Like, I kind of like cried a little bit. I was like, "What the hell? Like, what is this? Like, how how does it how is it this good?" You I know mean, that that reaction. Like, that's a ten out of ten reaction, which doesn't have often half half, which doesn't happen often. It doesn't. So you know, what about you? So you don't have any bottle right now. I don't. No. Like literally everything. I'll drink it. Whatever. I'll just go through and I'll just close my eyes and go, that's yeah. what we're drinking. Um, see, that's I envy that of you a lot. I'm still in that phase where like I'm, I'm about to break that barrier right now. Yeah. I have about four or five bottles where I'm just hoarding them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like, I mean, I literally just bought that wild turkey with you yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. Well, not with you, but you, you yeah, were I was, with I was there as you did. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was that. the force that made me purchase it. <laughs> 
I pushed it over the I edge. I showed him the phone and he goes, oh man, just do it. Just do right. it. Just, just pull the trigger. Just, it's it's, it's, it's going to be worth it. You're not going to regret yeah. it. It's going to be good. It's worth it. Yep. Well, for people that want to know, it was a Wild Turkey Masters Keep Revival series. Yeah. Um, it's like batch one, right? It was batch one. I yeah. mean, they're eight, it's aged 12 to 15 years and, yeah. and it's uh, finished off in, was it Olasso Barrel? Olasso, oh, Olasso Ola- Sherry Cast. Yes, that, that one. That um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I paid a little bit more over MSRP. Um, eh, you got it. That's what I got it. Is, right? So yeah. it is what it is. But um, that's definitely my uh, yeah. I can see my that. special occasion when I get it. It's my buddy in Texas has it, so that's gonna have to get mulled in. Nice. But um, but yeah, no, I've always been the one of it's like, oh, I got a nice paddle. I'm gonna hoard it. I got it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for when I buy my house and I have an at-home bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's what what good is a? I mean, it's gonna be a little deep part, but like, what good is like a whiskey journey and getting and meeting people if you can't share bottles with people? I mean, because I'm pretty exactly. sure the pretty sure the yeah. distillers, the reason that they're in this craft is to share good whiskey with friends and family. Exactly. That's that's literally why they're doing it. Like, so for me, when I bought the Boss mm-hmm. Hog, I knew full well. Mm-hmm. That I was gonna open it the day I got home, yep, and just pass it out, and like I did, like you saw that bottle, it's like almost empty, yeah, like and whether it's like good or bad or whatever, yeah, and um, I mean it's it's pricey, and it's something that some a lot of people are interested in trying. So it's like I drank it, and then I just, if I had to be honest with you, I would say most of that bottle I didn't even drink, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I just wanted everyone else to try it. It's just kind of like a, for me, like the more I've spent. <laughs> which I don't like to think about. No. And the more I've drank, which I'm cool thinking about because it is what it is, um, it's, it, it helps me like justify the whole journey so far knowing that I'm not just drinking by myself alone in my room. I'm dr- It's for community. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you drink whiskey, you connect with other people, like not to get like weirdly into it and everything, but like if you study like, you know, civilization since the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as mankind figured out that they could ferment this weird ass looking uh, grain and make something that tasted good, they were drinking that shit. They were sitting around the fire. They were sharing their stories about how they went out and hunted that day and about how they did this, that, and the other. And that was it. It was the like the like the found one of the foundation like one of the like founding pillars of society it was just like drinking a brew of whatever with your buddies and just talking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh yeah. And it's kind of like the foundation of this podcast. That's like the whole reason I'm doing it. It's like doing that same thing. It's like whether you're into whiskey or not, or you're just like kind of into it. It's like like. Alcohol in a way brings us all together. Not to get weird about it, like I can, get, weird. I can get super weird about it if I wanted, but like it's that same concept. Like, and that's why for me, it's like I never want it to be something that I just do by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I mean, sure, you'll do it by yourself every so often because you know you, you got to have your alone time. But I don't want that to be like the norm. And the norm is like it's a it's a societal thing, like it's a cultural thing. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like if I'm going to go out and buy a five hundred dollar bottle of Whistlepig, I'm not going to just drink it by myself alone in my room while I'm like pulling some hunched over, like, my like, precious. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not going to let anyone touch this shit. It's like no, I'm going to go out and be like, dude, I uh-huh. got this. I want everyone else to try it. And the only thing I ask in return is you tell me what you think. Like if you're yeah. like, dude, I hate it, it's fine. Yeah. I just want you to let me know what you think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like getting that collective experience about whiskey. That's what drives me. So. Um, I don't know how I got off on that tangent. It's kind of no, weird. that's a great tangent. Know, and to be completely but, honest with you, that's exactly <laughs> what I needed to fucking hear. You know, because like, like I said, it justifies it. It really does. I'll let you in on a little thing. Is uh, yeah. So when I was when I got that little book, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah, I was out yeah, with yeah. my buddies, this is the part, I've been kicking. I'm, I've been kicking myself for this for like a few weeks. So when I, that was a couple weeks ago, yeah. um, we went out bourbon hunting. I think God, we hit probably. 10 to 15 stores okay like we just went around we're all riding in the car we're getting bottles i got that little book um 
my buddies got a few other bottles. Everyone's excited about it. And we went to this liquor store, and they had the, whatchamacallit, the Woodford Masters, uh, Master Distillers. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, full yeah, proof one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And they okay. just spent all that. They spent like a hundred, it was like a hundred, they got it for MSRP, like 128 or something like that. Yeah. And um, they were ragging me to open this little book. I mean, I, I paid like a hundred and... 10 for it yeah yeah, yeah something like that that's about right yeah that's yeah, about right um i th- i think i think um retail is like 90 100 bucks doesn't matter pay mm-hmm. overpaid a little bit cool. and in my head i'm like shit i don't I want to save this i want to save this i don't want to do it like i want to save it and have like a great collection in my home i don't even have a fucking house yet like i'm, so, like, I'm just about to take off traveling and stuff <laughs> right so. yeah but like looking back and they were dogging on me and then like we're all sitting there looking at each other who's gonna open their fancy bottle first and my one buddy who's brand new in the bourbon his name's craig he go he's just like Fuck it, open up this bottle, man. Like we're about, to, we're just sharing it. Yeah. And I was just, and in my head, in my own selfish head, I was like, "Oh yeah, cool, let's try it." And I tried it, and I had to leave that night. So we we were all drank and laughing, having a great ass time. Yeah. But then I was driving home, and I'm like looking at my passenger seat. I'm like, "Cool, I see my nice whiskeys, but they're unopened, and I didn't even Damn. make a memory." You know what I mean? Yeah, just get dark hit. about that it. Hits. That but, hits. But, so yeah. I think that's gonna be that moment that resonates yeah. with me. Yeah. To you just gotta realize it, to kind of realize and be like, you know what? Like you're gonna look back when you're older. Like I mean, married and you have a bunch of screaming ass kids that don't respect <laughs> you, and you're thinking, so you're like, man, the quote unquote good old days. Yeah, the good old it's days. It's like, yeah, man, yeah, I yeah. wish I would have cracked that bottle. I wish I would have shared that good memory. Yeah. So I mean, I can get a little deep on this thing right yeah, now, absolutely. but it's, it's like, going, yeah. but I was kind of thinking. For anybody that is hoarding or is having a hard time breaking from that, I'm gonna get into that point where I mean that one really hit me. I was like, so Craig, my buddy, he's like just getting into it more, yeah. and he's got that excitement. He's like, crack exactly. it open, like the stuff let's that you ha- used to have. Like let's when you pour got it into open. It. Yeah. But then once we start knowing like how each different one is, that we're like, oh, the rarity. Well, I can't waste that. I got to save that. Yeah, it took me so long to hunt that. It took me so long to save up for that. No, crack that some bitch open, pour some juice on some glasses, and let's have a good ass time. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's going to be the biggest thing. And I already told myself next time I hang out with all those guys, I'm bringing that little book, and I'm grabbing a couple other of my bottles that I've been hoarding for a little yeah. bit, and we're just going to crack those, crack them open, and just enjoy it more. Just to kind of like kinda uh, my goal. piggyback what you're saying. So Smoke Wagon on their bottle, they've got this little like a uh, wax uh, insignia like stamped on it yeah and there's this latin phrase on it that goes bibamus moriendum est which basically means we will drink because mm-hmm. we're gonna die yeah you know what i mean and it kind of like ties into that where it's like we're, gonna, we're all gonna fucking die anyway might as well just <laughs> drink it enjoy it move on like oh, exactly can you imagine if you had built up a massive collection in your house mm-hmm. right let's say you get like Thousands of bottles, all the rare. We've shit. all seen them on Instagram. You know, like yeah, you've, yeah, seen, you've seen the pages, thousands of shit. Like you know, and it's just there, and most of it's unopened stuff you haven't tried yet because you are one day going to get to that point where you're like, all right, this is going to be a special occasion where I can finally open that bottle and drink it. So what happens when you, you have know? a heart attack and it's it, on your goddamn shelf? Exactly, and you just you're done. Uh-huh. You're done. You're dead. What's going to happen with all that shit? Like you, you never got to try. Your it. wife or your kids are going <laughs> to flip it and pay off their car. That's exactly <laughs> what they should do. And they, God, I hope they do. So at least you took care of your, you know, your family after you left. But uh, you're never going to try it. You know, I know. You know what I mean? like, like I said, what I just kind of told you about—that's just something I've been battling with my head for the past couple weeks, and I'm gonna, I'm going to change that because, like, look. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It seems it might seem silly to people, but people who actually drink and collect bourbon, it might make sense a little bit more. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's kind of how I've been with it. 
Yeah. All right, let's get to the next pour. It's moving on to the final one. So you got your uh, infinity pour here, right? Yep. So I'm gonna go and pour myself a bottle. I mean, not a bottle. bottle. Pour myself a pour give, myself a little give pour. Give me a nice hearty pour of that. Give give a good pour to finish her off. All right, there and then go. while I'm doing that, I'll hand this over to you. And then obviously, you've got a list there. Well, it, go ahead and explain what an infinity bottle is. While I'm pouring this. So up. an infinity bottle is exactly like it sounds. It's a bottle that never ends. That never ends. It goes on into infinity because you keep adding to the bottle. Mm-hmm. The bottle changes through time and space as you <laughs> add to it. So basically, so let's say like you've got a bottle that's empty and it looks cool. So like you got this bottle of IW Harper Fifteen, right? Yep. You know, it's a, it's a cool ass decanter. So you know, it's empty. And at this point. You've got a whole bunch of other bottles in their house. And, like, you, you know, when you're drinking your bottle down, you've got a little bit left at the bottom, like an ounce or two. You can either go ahead and kill that bottle, or you can go ahead and take that ounce or two and add it to your infinity bottle, which is going to consistently grow. So, some people like to go ahead and, you know, plan it and go, like, I'm only going to put bourbon in here. I'm only going to put rye in here. I'm only going to put scotch in here. And some people who are a little bit crazy, and I'm not going to be that guy, they're just going to, I'm just going to pour whatever the hell I want in that shit and yeah. just mix it all up. And sometimes it tastes good, but honestly, like, it's kind of risky. So very um, risky. Yeah. But what, we've, what you've been doing here, I think you've been putting, like, measured pours, mm-hmm. um, like, one to two ounces, I think. Uh, or I've been prim- primarily doing two ounces. Two ounce pours, pour, yeah. and then just, like, mixing it all together, and it's been primarily bourbon, right? All bourbon. No all bourbon. No all rise. bourbon. Okay. Yep. And then basically by the time you fill your bottle up, you go ahead and give yourself a pour and try it. So it's basically all these blended, you know, bourbons. It's kind of like your own personal journal of all the whiskeys that you've had over the last several months or ever how long it takes you to fill that bottle up. And then you just kind of kind of like try it all together. And sometimes it comes out really, really good. Sometimes it comes out not so great. This one turned out amazing. Like it this did. would win against almost anything I have because of how it tastes. It's tied in top two of all my blinds I've it's, done so it's far. very good so i'll kind of let you talk about what's exactly in it and then explain a little bit more about it okay yeah so like um he were, you were saying going off of the uh like what goes into it you have there's two times types of infinities that you can do like he was saying you can either wait until you bottle kill and then just pour that last little bit in or you can kind of do oh there's some engine get it son the can, neighborhood, uh, can you name the car? I don't know, but there's like three or four scat packs that drive around, and they're starting to get louder when they drive by the house. And I think it's because the they, they see the Mustang. They see the Mustang like, in the go, driveway. Let's go. We gotta go. You're gonna have to dust them one day. We're gonna have to. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> so the way that I've been doing it is, um, I was looking at all my bottles on the floor, and I fin- finally finished my IW Harper 15 year that um, I knew I was gonna make my Infinity bottle just because the bottle looks cool. It's literally looks. You finish that bottle, and you have a free decanter. <laughs> so. Um, so I started off with, and I knew I wanted to be two ounces, so it was pretty close. So I poured it, uh, the two ounce, I've been measured all with a jigger. That's just my OCD. Um, so I I poured two ounces in the jigger and then I poured the rest of my glass, drank that for the night and then threw it back in the bottle. So the last two ounces are accurate. So I went, um, the 15 year, two ounces. I went with a good old Blanton's single barrel for two ounces. I went to four roses, single barrel. Which kind of is comparably with Blanton's, to be yeah, honest we, with you. We, we, we did that like blind one time. We did that blind. We, and, um, there goes my phone right on the floor. Stand by. We were having technical difficulties. Oh, only a technical pause. We're good. We're good. Uh, yep. So the Four Roses single barrel. And then uh, both of our kind of favorite distillery right now, that's local, Eastern Kill. Oh, yeah. Their, their very oh, first yeah. batch one bottled in Pond. Um, threw oh, that yeah. in there, and I saw nice. a full unopened bottle of that. Yeah, you kind of talked about the whole. Yeah, that's cool. That's super <laughs> yep. cool. 
Um, I got Weller Special Reserve. These are all two-ounce pours, by the way, like I said. Angel's Envy, just the straight Angel's Envy. Redward Empire Lost Monarch, which is a very... I call that the hipster bottle. That's going to go on the rise real fast. Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I feel like that's like the secret sauce of this Infinity bottle. (laughs) Nobody really knows about it. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. So a little Lost Monarch. Um, Stag Jr., Batch 15. Uh, E.H. Taylor Small Batch. That Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. That's the A121. Bullet Single Barrel. Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof. The Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. That I said was daily drinker right now. Mm -hmm. Finished off that, so in there. Old Granddad 114. Henry McKenna, 10-year single barrel. Old Forester, 1920, and then the Smoke Wagon small batch, not the unfiltered, uncut. But that's all that's in it right now. And um, I just kept pouring two ounces of the stuff that I had until I filled that bottle up, mainly because I was excited. Um, About halfway through the list at about the uh, Redwood Empire, the Lost Monarch. So actually a little before halfway. I tried it. It wasn't too... uh, it was very rounded. A lot of 90, 100 proof stuff in there. Nothing with a little bite, which is what I like. And then that's like you can drastically see where I went. I went right into Stag, yeah. Elijah Craig, Barrel Proof, Jack Daniels, Barrel Proof, Old Granddad, like all these little more. I'm like, I got to bump this proof up. So I kind of was really looking into what I was going to put into it and a little more, little went a little more chemist on it. Per se, I was like, well, let's let's throw some uh, higher proof stuff in there and give it a little more. Uh, spice to it just so i can develop the flavors and then i mean you can't go wrong with a couple of the other ones like like e.h taylor and some good quality bourbons and then it ended up just turning out really great so. yeah it's a quality blend like honestly it uh yeah what do you get so what do you get out of it i mean there's a lot going on It tastes like whiskey. It does taste like whiskey. It tastes like whiskey. Yeah. There's more to it, though. There's a lot more to There's it. There's a lot more to it than There's just whiskey. <laughs> it's, um, kind of, it's kind of overwhelming with how much stuff's going on in it, to be honest with you. I remember, like, when I first poured it, like, if I had to, like, graph it, like, first sip, I was like, boom, oh, my God, and then, and then, oh, my God, and then it was mm-hmm. just like, what, what what the hell do I even get out of it? Mm-hmm. Um, the nose is very confusing. Extremely. You know, almost mm-hmm. like. Like, you'll get a whiff of one and then another, and you're just like, I really don't know. I get a big floral nose on it. I can see that. I can see that. I can Uh see a lot of floral on that. Um, Yep. Um, But then on the palate, it's very, um, it's very, first of all, it's very smooth drinking. It's very easy Mm -hmm. to drink. It's very easy. Mm -hmm. You said there's Weller Special Reserve in this, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot ending this. Like I could almost see it. Um, hmm. it's, it's not much of a front palette. It's a yeah, definitely no. mid to back it's palette. Mi- it, exactly. She really shines in the mid. Yeah, really shines in the mid. And then and the finish isn't. It's it's not terribly long, but it's not short either. Like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's still going. Since I tried it, like it's it's very good. Uh, it's very good. So, what are your plans for this bottle? Do you continue? Do you plan to like continue adding to it, or are you gonna like? Uh, just call this your first batch and then make oh, no. a whole new one. We're adding. You're just going to keep adding? We're going to keep adding. Gonna I, got, I got the notes in my phone. Nice. I mean, what's an infinity bottle if it, it's if it adds? Infinity. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's got to be infinite. Yep, infinite. So. 
I'm just gonna keep the notes on my phone, keep them rolling. Because you I'm, could literally keep adding it to it. Like, let's say you get down to like three drops in the bottom. Yeah, those three drops in the bottom still contain the essence of everything that's come before. Damn right. So it's it's truly I won't infinite. Get it, I won't get it that long. I mean, <laughs> you know at, what I mean. It's truly gonna be infinite. We're approaching a quarter gone right now, and I'm gonna start adding, and then. It'll get to a point where, I mean, not to a point, but I mean, there might be times I'll ask a buddy, I'll be like, hey man, you might have broke two ounces. Just throw some in there, yeah. Just two ounces of salt, just to throw in my bottle. Yeah. And just, but, um, it's, a, it's instead of like, an, I mean, it's still an infinity bottle, it's almost like a mad scientist concoction. I just want to keep changing the flavor profiles. Yeah, so, that's kind. Um, yeah, this bottle kicks ass. I like it a lot. Um, we both like this, this bourbon that's in it right now, and that can almost just translate to something that's like, you know what, we had... That experience with this one, looking forward to the next one. I mean, because you can throw three, four, five other pours in this one, and it can change completely. Oh, exactly. You don't know. You really could. And then it can just look at it and be like, hey, man, remember that first bottle you made? Or that first bottle we tasted? <laughs> exactly. But better yet, you know what? Maybe the third time is twice as good as that one. You never know. You, you never know. It's always changing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like why I brought it back to my um, impress your guests like the experienced ones, I can see that. because they can appreciate everything that went into it. I guess. I guess I can. Because it's it is very complex. Like it I mean, really it's way is. above my palate. I'm like I said, I'll get a couple things out of it and go from there. But. I would be very interested to um so just take some samples of it and let, let like other people that are into whiskey blind taste it. And just let them. Just, You're more than just, welcome to man. You know, just like see what they think. Like all the guys at Buffalo uh, Traders are super into like the stuff that I brought them. I just want to be like. Don't ask what this is. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what you think, and just watch them. Just be like, "What the f- what the fuck is this? Can I buy this?" Yeah, <laughs> no. Know, when when, when, like, when we're insane. done, I mean, however many like sample bodies you want, fill those bitches up and send them out. I don't care. That'd be cool, dude. Yeah, I just I just need a couple, just to, like let them try it. But yeah, for sure. Because and you have the screenshot of it, so you know what's true. In it. You know the exact recipe. You just know the exact, make it. the exact recipe. You just gotta go buy all the bottles. Grab the fatty formula right there. <laughs> <laughs> Secret formula. Yeah, dude. Speaking of Krabby Patties, super weird, really weird, random tangents. Okay. There's this a uh, YouTube channel that I kind of like started watching a little bit. Um, dude makes a weird animation. His name is the channel's called Meat Canyon. What? Meat Canyon. Yeah. Like a mm-hmm. vagina. Like. <laughs> I guess when you say it like that, that's probably what it means. Yeah. But he well. did this. He did this video on um, SpongeBob, and uh-huh. I just keep watching it. Like I'll show my coworkers and I'll show people it because it's just it's just fucking bizarre. Like it's a, it's like his own like dark twisted interpretation of like co- like of different cartoons. Like he did one on SpongeBob, he did one on Garfield. Okay, he did one on like uh, the Teletubbies, which is the darkest one I've ever seen. But what? the SpongeBob one is like SpongeBob, and he's like he looks he looks really off. Like there's something wrong about him. He's in like he's like cooking Krabby Patties, and you hear him just like doing his monologue about. Another day at the Krabby Patty, and then like Squidward like worms in and is like SpongeBob, I need some more of that secret formula. And then like SpongeBob reaches into himself and pulls out a piece of himself, and you learn the secret formula to the Krabby Patty is SpongeBob. What and the then, actual <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> and then like, and then Mr. Krabs like comes into the room while they're like cooking, and he goes, SpongeBob, me boy. I need me some of that formula. And then like all of a sudden it turned into like a cannibalism fest where SpongeBob's on the floor and he's like got this smile of glee on his face and um, Squidward and Mr. Krabs are just eating away at him and he's just going like, I'm just so happy that you guys are like satisfied. 
And there's a point where like um, Squidward's like reaching in and like eating a sponge, and he just goes, "Oh my god, it's so fucking good!" And it's just it's super bizarre. Like you'll have to watch it just yeah, because I like I don't know if I'm gonna. You, you should. You should. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying. I keep trying to like evangelize people and get them on the track with uh, Meat Canyon, but. For me, the reason why I watch it... Here we go on a weird little tangent. Um, oh, now we're going I, on a weird tangent? Another one. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a piggyback from this. All right, For all right. me, when I watch these videos and the darkness in the videos isn't as dark as the darkness inside of me, that's how I know I've gone too far. So I watch this and I get a little bit of enjoyment because I'm like, ha ha, this is funny. It's super effed up. But also, that's really messed up. You know what I mean? Like, And I, I kind right. of like walk away from it going, okay, I'm not there yet. No. The day I watch something like that and I'm like, huh. I can think of 35 ways it could have been worse yeah. than I know I've gone too far. Okay. So it's kind of a way of like keeping yourself in check, but it's also like a humorous take on your childhood. That's good. That's a way to look at it for sure. Yeah. So anyways, I guess I just outed myself. I'm pretty weird, but it's cool, dude. That's fine. It's cool. It's it's good not, I mean, everybody's weird. Yeah, it's cool. But um, SpongeBob, Meat Canyon, there's a great uh, episode if you want to watch it. If you're listening to this, don't watch it. Just, just, don't. <laughs> just, just really don't. Just don't. And if you did watch it, one way or another, I want you to go onto Instagram and comment on my last post and say... Your very last post? So my very last post, it would have been the one that I posted of uh, me and Johnny Dram. Okay. I want you to go on that. If you're at this point, whether you watch it or not, I want you to comment it and say... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want you to say... SpongeBob, me boy. And that's it. The SpongeBob, comma, me boy, period. SpongeBob, comma, me boy. So it's basically Mr. Krabs going, SpongeBob, me boy. And that's All it. Right. So if you made it this part and you comment that on the, the last post, it'll that- give you an extra bonus into my Blanton's giveaway. Your Blanton's giveaway? Yeah. Is that a full fifth? Um, I have a 375, but I have a full okay. fifth lined up that I'm honestly probably going to just pick up and swap it out. Okay. So it's going to be a full fifth. Nice. Yeah. So it started off as a 375, and then I had my hookup at the uh, Meyer I used to work at. Tell me they had a bunch of bottle comes bottles come in. So nice, that'd be a full fit. That'd be good. Yeah, and that's when you hit a thousand, right? Yep, which is uh, close, but man, I'm in slacking. So what are you like 900 away? I'm at like 920 something. So oh, so like, oh, 80 away. 80 oh, away, yeah. Yeah, but I go 900 away. I was like, dude, I got that was a I got a hundred followers, bro. Hundred followers, man. What's up, man? Yeah, so like 90 away. I know you're yeah. like 89. You're, you're there. Just about, yeah. I keep like getting followers and losing them because of all the stupid spam bots. Like, oh, the, like yeah, uh, yeah. the guys that are like scammers. So like I'll get like six in a day and I'll be like, oh my God. And then they'll just disappear because they all got deleted. <laughs> but but yeah, no, listen to your last episode. Um, talking, Listen to Johnny and stuff talking about that. He gave some great advice about it. Just like, just do it for you and just they'll, they'll just grow. Because exactly. like, like you said, it's worrying huge. about followers and stuff. I mean, I'm not a whiskey page or anything yeah. like that. But I mean, it's easy for him. He's got like 50,000 followers, but whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But how do you think he got there? Yeah, and he just kept doing stuff, and then he got there. Exactly. That's you, it. Really, that's really it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it is. That's I mean, all it is. You just got to be yourself and post what you want. Yeah. And then they'll come. Yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, regardless of that, I feel like consistency is a big one, mm-hmm. especially in the social media game. It's just huge. Like, that's something I got to get better about. And the thing is, for me, I'm not, I'm never in it to, like, get big or whatever. I'm just in it because I like doing it. I just want other people to, like, get into it like even mm-hmm. if i have like five people that are consistently listening to everything i post 
worth it. That's worth it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm helping five people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's really what matters. To me. And it gives them something to listen to, and if they're like genuinely interested in this hobby, and yeah, it's just another outlet for them to dig into, and regardless cool. of the audience and how big they are. It's just content. Yeah. That's true. It's true. And it's hopefully, like in the end of the day, you walk away from at least at least learning something, or at least mm-hmm. being entertained. I mean, there's something mm-hmm. there for everybody. So I feel like having. I mean, how many how many times do you post a week? Um, not as much as I used to. I was I was on a daily posting schedule for a while um, with Instagram, yeah. but now I'm at the point where I'm like once a week, if that, once a week, and then um, I'm uh, doing the podcast once a week. So like Sweet. every Monday, there's going to be a new episode. So this is going to drop on. Monday of whatever that is going to be next week. Well, this is the fifth. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. The hell. Whatever. Well, today today is. is the sixth, isn't it? Or no? It's the fifth, dude. Cinco de Mayo, dude. Oh, we Jesus. have tacos, dude. Oh, oh, I scrolled up on my watch and it says six. Jesus. Dang. That's a fail. I did. I completely missed it. Cinco de Mayo. Doesn't matter. Well, it'll be Monday. It'll be Monday. That's when it's going to come out. So yeah, that's the plan. And then just like regular content. That's really it. But you know. regular content. So. Yeah. That'll be good. I'm just not the guy that's just going to spam shit if I don't have something to say, you know? Oh, 100%. I get so, that. But. To be honest, you know what could really fill that void? Just bottle reviews. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Try I mean, th- just trying to, like, make it different, you know? Because everyone's got, like, just mm-hmm. their standard bottle review. Like, I'm going to be like, today we're going to talk about the top three bottles you can shove up your butt. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. I'm just like... Hey, balls. shape's a big thing. <laughs> or a top I'm, not, I'm not throwing this square Harper up my ass. That's no, I'm not. But this uh, smoke wagon right here, it can definitely do the job. Um, yeah, or yeah. just like you know, bottles you can turn into a bong. I think that's gonna be a great. That's gonna be a great one. Be a so great if one. you get it, when I get gonna, that kit, we're gonna make, we're gonna do one. We're gonna do one. We just talk about the step by step process. And you're gonna do it. Oh no, we're gonna, gonna, gonna do strip. It. Do it. That's gonna be dope. But yeah, no, I feel like that'd be a good one. Um, dude, you got a lot of bottles in there. Even if you just make up, I mean, yeah, it's kind of good generic, but I feel like that could be some good content for you. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you got the good backdrop. Take a, take a little Instagram picture. Throw, yeah. a, throw a filter on if you want. And just give, give your honest review. <laughs> if it, because you know what? Even though you've heard of it, someone else might not have. That's true. A lot of times I always like, get in the headspace of going mm-hmm. like, I just see this shit every day. It's, 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 it's in my house. Yeah, but, yeah. but then you realize like some people don't. So, I mean, yeah, you see it every day because it's in your house and you see it on social media every day because you follow a lot of pages. But you know what? You, there might be two to three people that follow you on Instagram that are very quiet and they're like, oh, I've never seen that bottle. Mm. And you know what? They might hear hear about it through you. And next time they're in Meyer, next time they're in their local liquor store, they might see it on the shelf. And be like, you know, what? I'm going to try that because Josiah posted about it and he said he was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a way to subtly grow it, subtly grow the whiskey community. Subtly grow. But yeah, I mean that's just a thought. And yeah, it's cool. Constant content for you. You're staying relevant in people's feeds, and you, yeah. might, you might help somebody along the way. That's huge. Yeah, like I said at the end of the day, all that matters is if I help one or two people. It's all that matters, and mm-hmm. it's fun for me. I'm going to do it anyway. Might as well share it. Exactly. I guess. But yeah. No. So that's really it. We've like drank all the bottles that we wanted to and we didn't have any before this so it's kind of a mystery as to why i'm feeling the way i do higher proof stuff man it's higher proof stuff for sure hey, what is the saga it i think it's just pretty standard dude. it's like 40 45 no 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 proof proof yeah like oh uh like 90 like 83 proof wait seriously hey look at that tag look at that top tag right here we got 83 proof on that. We got... You have got to be kidding me. This is only 41%. Okay, this... I would not have guessed that. This has got so much flavor. I know, so much for flavor 83 for 83 proof. Like, I would have guessed, like like I said, like 45%, 90%. Mm-hmm. 
insane. The guys over at Sagmore Spirit did it again, and it was batch bottled by AJ. I know. I'm in. Yeah, this, dude, that's cool. Like, I need to find an AJ bottle. <laughs> Since I go by AJ, I got to find that bottle. Dude, I'm gonna hit up the I'm gonna hit the guy that follows me on Instagram. And be like, hey, can you? Who's AJ? Like, who's a, who's AJ at Sagmore? And like, can I get a bottle that's got AJ on it? It's got to always say AJ. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Like, it's pretty man, good. I guess so. so. Yeah, nothing too high proof. I mean, to be honest, the Infinity has the most high stuff in it. But who probably? Knows? I mean, who the fuck knows what that proof is? Yeah. So I mean, there's that. There's whiskey. Um, we've talked a little bit about everything today. We kind of went deeper than I thought. It was the it was the deepest I've got. It was, <laughs> it actually got real dark real fast. But we went pretty deep. You we know, went to the culture of uh, the whiskey yeah. community and it's, kind of like yeah. our thoughts on it. Yeah, we went man. on a couple tangents. It wasn't bad. So yeah, no, that was, yeah, that was a good one. It was a good one. I think I, uh, this is what we're gonna kind of call it a night. Um, thank you guys if you listen this far. Um, just go ahead and let me know. Just let me know on uh, the uh, second most recent post, the one right before Johnny Ram. Just say, I'll listen to it all the way through. That'll get you another entry. God damn, I'm just giving. I'm nah, just, just. I'm just giving just, out just, entries. Just go with like, SpongeBob, me boy. Go go SpongeBob, me boy again. Um. Yeah, that's the entry. So thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate you guys for listening this far. Um, if you guys got any content ideas, anything you want to hear about, any like frequently asked questions, I think the next episode I'm going to do, I'm going to talk a little bit about MGP, their history, why they're everywhere, why it matters, why it doesn't matter. I felt like that's kind of something I want to talk about because I've had a lot of people oh, like, 100%. dude, like, what's MGP? Like you talked about in your last episode, like well, what even is it? And it's something you just take for granted as someone that's into whiskey. You're just like, yeah, it's that one distillery in Indiana that just makes whiskey for everybody. Yeah. You know, and that's it. I'm just like, but if I, if I don't, if I, that's all I can say. I'm not really giving information to somebody that is curious mm-hmm. so you know like so next that's episode yeah right that's, that's all i know like you said we brought that up and it's like i'm not going to talk about something i don't know so i was like yeah yeah but yeah no i think that's a great topic go on that and then just kind of dig into the depths then and you'll have more great stuff to uh bring up on the next one for sure that'll be it but yeah thanks for listening guys stay thirsty keep drinking whiskey and have a good night um we will see you guys next monday later bye